Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with the indicast.com. My name is Abhishek and in this fortnight's cover, Forbes India looks at a clutch of fast-growing Indian companies that have a promising future ahead of them. This issue covers 16 such hidden gems and joining me to talk about it all on behalf of the Forbes India writers that have contributed to this package is Praveen Palande, editor markets and finance. Hi Praveen, nice to have you back in a back-to-back podcast. Yeah, from my tone you'll find me a little bit tired. but we got to like do this yes let's do it no, let's start with what hidden gems are and while we are on the subject yes cover stories can take a lot out of you and we will give you that so let's start with a simple question what does forbes india mean by hidden gems hidden gems are companies that are normally not on the radar of the general public or the general investors these are companies normally tracked by private equity guys but not tracked by the public markets So what we did this time when we were looking at hidden gems was we took venture intelligence data of 140 companies and venture intelligence here would be venture intelligence are these guys who track data private equity data and where they are investing and why they are investing how much they are investing what valuation they are buying these companies that is what venture intelligence does so what we did was we just told venture intelligence that we are doing our hidden gems issue so why don't you just send us the data about in the last one or two years how private equities have basically financed companies so they sent us around 140 companies and we decided to choose around 16 companies for this package now how did we go about doing it first you just choose the 16 big companies based on the sales then we choose the 16 best companies based on valuation how private equities were valuing these companies so that was the second parameter and then ideally we wanted to look at companies which were out of this four metro cities now we believe that all these companies would be hitting the markets in the next one or two years so they would be publicly listed companies and that is the time when most of our listeners would actually see them trade and what would some of the examples be praveen one or two that come to mind one company that is on the top of my mind would be SH Kelkar now SH Kelkar is a company that is headquartered in Mulund a suburb of Mumbai this company was started in actually a garage startup almost 99 years ago so what this company does is very interesting this company provides fragrance to FMCG companies for example the soap you use the hair oil you use the baby powders you use they have a certain fragrance so who is giving those fragrance it is this SH Kelkar gives fragrance to some of the top brands in India. In fact, Parachute Oil, I read, is one of its clients and Godrej and Boys. Yeah. So look at it this way. So this is a company that is going to ride on the FMCG growth. And what I liked about these guys was that they are very, very clear about their numbers. We kind of like companies that don't hesitate to give numbers. You ask them anything, five years net profit growth, what is your ROC, what is your return on net worth. And these guys, without blinking an eyelid, they will give you everything that you ask for. and we like the transparency a lot of our companies in the 16 list are not as transparent as some of the others but that's fine but just to make a point i'll still go for those who easily talk to us right and talking about uh, numbers so this is a 750 crore company 
and it yeah. has been growing at 15% per annum, which is to say that it doubles every five years. Whenever any company grows by 15% compounded and Blackstone, they have a 33% stake. So one common thread, Praveen, that I found in all these gems or companies is that they've started with small and negligible investments, mainly from the promoters. They've galloped quite rapidly. And then after a few years, some private equity players swoops in, puts in a lot of money, and then that takes them into some other orbit altogether. There is, I think, Sutures India is one example that you write about, which makes gloves and mesh used by surgeons. Now, that's an industry by itself, and uh, it's been in the business for 20 years is what I read. The essays comprise companies from various industries which directly cater to the customer or B2B. So, yeah, in a way it is B2B, but I would just like to point out two companies. One is Khadim's. It's a company from Calcutta that manufactures footwear, growing at a very high rate. It's a B2C company. We have done a fairly comprehensive story on these guys about how it is to basically compete with people like the Batas, go into the second or third tier towns and be a market leader. It has got a brand recall across tier two, tier three towns. Then we also Pikaji, that uh, that is a company that comes to your mind for the simple reason as the the way they have taken the Bhujia market. They're growing at a phenomenal pace and the promoters have the right attitude to grow their business and stick to what they really are good at. These are not the guys who are going to go after the pizza market just because the pizza market looks good. What is very interesting about these guys is, like, look at Khadim. These are companies not from the big cities. I mean, of course, Khadim is from basically Calcutta and you cannot ignore Calcutta. It is one of our prime cities in the country. But these are the guys who are catering to... India at a much larger scale, they are looking at India at a tier 2 level, at a tier 3 level, then basically looking at, say, certain aspect of South Mumbai or Delhi or Chennai or Bangalore. Right, and the numbers suggest that while they might operate in smaller towns or cities or villages, they are big enough players. Now, Khadim that you're talking about, it raked in 425 crores in 2012-13, and it's 5% market share in the organized sector, so that's that's big. and. Everybody knows about Bikaji, I think. It's a big name, 400 crore market. Now, did you consciously go for names which are, well, not household? That is not really the case. Now, there is a company called Magic Crete. Now, Magic Crete is basically manufactures something that is a substitute for bricks. Now, if you go and just take a walk down the road and uh, just look at some of the hardware shops in your area and you will see Magic Crete's name everywhere. Now, you will say, why is it done a hidden gem? The hidden gem aspect comes from the company point of view, not from the brand point of view. So, Bikaji is a fairly well-known brand. Khadim is a well-known brand. Anita Dongre is a well-known brand. Biba is a well-known brand. But when you look at the companies in terms of their business, in terms of their sales, in terms of the private equity guys putting money in those companies, then it becomes a hidden gem. That's how I look at it. Now, how many people would know that, you know, a lot of these companies would be going for listing in the next one or two years? Now, that is why we call it a hidden gem. And have you tracked some of these uh, quote-unquote hidden gems from last year? Because uh, I believe this is not the first time that we are doing this exercise, or do you plan to in the coming years? We want to. We did 14 hidden gems uh, last year and 16 this year. We believe that uh, one of the main reasons why we always look at private equity capital in a company when we choose hidden gems is precisely this reason that 80% of, of due diligence is done by these guys. And most cases that, you know, when we talk to people, we know that most of our hidden gems of last year are doing fairly well and are on track as expected. 
this time next year when we will speak i think i'll track a couple of them for you and we'll see how well they do abhishek i think what will happen next year so we have 14 of last year and 16 of this year so we got 30 companies right together i think let us expect around 3 to 4 companies being listed in the next year that's what i feel and that's not a bad number right we are talking about 10% 3 3 companies fair enough i think uh, all your listeners you will find a wide variety of companies from different industries making it in this yeah. package please pick this issue up well pravin thanks a lot on that note we will wrap this podcast up thanks a lot for your time pravin Thanks a lot. I just hope that uh, this podcast was as enjoyable as compared to our last podcast. And I would just like to thank the listeners for giving us such a good response for the last one. Yes, and please do comment. We do read them and respond on ForbesIndia.com. You can also get this podcast on iTunes. Just type in Forbes India on the top right search window of iTunes. And to have somebody call you from Forbes for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes to five one eight one eight. 